Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Boy, do I have a fun episode for y'all today. Y'all know I've got my boo here with me of the What Else Is Going On podcast. I've got Taria here, and baby, we just run through the Bravo things, okay? We kick it off with the Real Housewives of Miami because they are tickling the hell out of me. Julia and that opera singing, please, please. We go over to Beverly Hills. We kick it in Potomac. We talk about those Real Housewives of Atlanta rumors that sparked everything this weekend. Justice for Drew, okay? And then we end with some Potomac and some uh, Merit Medicine chat. It's a good one, okay? Justice for Sweet Tea, too, all right? I'm tired of y'all. Uh, uh, why was I about to say raw dog and sweet tea? I mean, uh, dog and sweet tea out, okay? <laughs> Before you get into this episode, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know, we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it! right you're listening to reality and comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted tv and film i'm kendrick but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek you want some hot takes about the real housewives or love island or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the marvel cinematic universe or hbo's white lotus or euphoria well you're in the right place grab a cocktail sit back and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me Oh, oh, I'm here. Y'all know I had to take last week off. Let me just go ahead and tell y'all, look, y'all know life has been life and I've told y'all. I started with my personal trainer um, last week. And so that man, he look, he has me eating five times a day. I'd be so goddamn full. It's shameful. But the thing that makes it uh, like that made it difficult the first week was I was like counting like my macros. So, you know, I had to have a certain amount of fats and certain carbs and certain protein, all this kind of stuff. And to do substitutions and measure stuff out. Look, I was stressed. I was behind on all the shows. That's why I didn't do an episode because I didn't know what the hell to talk about. I was like, look, I ain't watching none of this shit. I literally, whenever I'm at home, I have suits on in the background. I'm just watching suits. I'm getting my life watching suits, okay? Jessica Pearson, you are my girl. Can't nobody tell me nothing about Jessica Pearson. That's another story, though, okay? Y'all, I'm joined today by my boo, my Poconos partner, my uh, podcast prima donna. I don't know. My, uh, I'm joined by my girl, okay? Taria Faison of the What Else Is Going On podcast. Hi, Taria. Hi, Boo. First of all, Meghan Marco thanks you for the continuous stream of suits. Yes. Um, and I am so happy to be your Poconos partner, your podcast prima donna, yes. your fellow sexy skincare yes. uh, y- y'all, regimented person. 
Taria and I are sitting here on these webcams. You'll see if you watch the, the clip on social media, but we are sitting here <laughs> recording this podcast. Both of us are doing the under eye treatment, okay? Me and yes, Taria, that's one of the first things we connected on. Yes. We were like, look, okay, what you use for this? Okay, yeah, I use this. Uh-huh. And then I be doing this. You know, I do the uh, you know, a little milk bath. You know, we do all that, okay? And so I said, look. I'm going to have my patches on. Come with yours on, too. She came with hers. This is how we have to do it, okay? You know they say black don't crack, but sometimes I need a little help, okay? We got to make sure it don't crack. We it don't crack. Little... It bend a little. Sometimes we got to straighten it out. Just exactly, little, okay? Out. We need a little, a little uh, tile grout. That's all. Just fix them cracks up a little bit. It's all good. Well, I so, will yeah. say, um, I think maybe we'll follow in the steps of Giselle and Ashley and come out with a skincare co collab. Not necessarily Ooh. a clothing collab, but a skincare collab. Okay, I'm into that. KT, into K that. KT Beauty, Kendrick yes. and Korea Beauty. Y'all better come and y'all better get into it, okay? Now look, I don't let the uh the tent of this promo <laughs> fool y'all, okay? She looks black. I look like one of the gross sisters on the Proud family. I look a little ashy, but it's because I'm look, I'm transitioning microphones, okay? Wait. I'm just this light, all of it. It's, it's kind of bad right now, but y'all will be okay, all right? <laughs> don't worry about it. You can still tell I'm black here. Y'all will be okay. Ooh, they get me. <laughs> This camera keep me stressed out, but it's okay. I'm. I'm I think I'm you're beautiful, boo. So boom. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, have you been? What's been up? I have been good. Life has has truly been, as you say, lifing. We are moving on mm -hmm. into another season. I'm super, super, super excited because by midnight, well, by about one a.m. tomorrow morning. Two out of my three children will be home. And then my oldest will be here with my mother on Wednesday. So my, I was going to say my little one, but my youngest came in Friday oh. around 1 a.m. Well, Saturday morning, Corey went and picked her up. And then um, Corey, little Corey will be flying out today at five California time and we'll be here mm -hmm. 1230. So we are What's about the, to have all hands. Is it a three hour difference for y'all? Three hours. Yeah. Three hours. Okay. So we debate on whether who meaning Corey going to get up at midnight and go get him or are we going to drive my car up there, leave it parked and say it's parked and the keys is in there. Listen, we all appreciate Corey. Okay. Corey had to get up and take me back to the hotel one day. I was like, Corey, I'm tired. I did, but I was, look, I was like, but look, stop by this little hot wing place right here. Stop by Tony's. I'm going to give me some hot wings to take back. I was hungry. Okay. I know that's right. When I tell you, me nothing. when I tell you, I'm telling you, it, it's so funny. People are like, does Corey talk? Yes. He talks. Uh, he talks, but Kendrick is his BFF. I'm telling y'all. Be like, okay, you and Rodney. I think y'all is his BFF. Yes, I, I have to get Rodney on the podcast. I am like, I'm gonna make it happen. I'm literally, I'm, I'm waiting for something. Y'all know I told y'all if you listen to the podcast, I'm planning a rebrand for 2024. It'll be my last rebrand in history. Are you too? Yes, I love that. Do it. Love that. By my 200th episode, which is because I had taken like what five or six months off last yeah. year. So 200 is coming, but, but I will tell you this. Um, I had told uh, Rodney about you. I had mentioned you. So I was like, you're going to get up on he both, follows me on both I, of our podcast. Yes. yes. Oh, oh, listen, don't think. He was like, I follow you, right? I said, you follow my friend on Instagram, but you only follow me on Twitter. <laughs> he was like, for real? I say, yes. <laughs> I know that's why I got to get Rodney. If y'all don't follow um Rodney the Voice on YouTube, he is the one of the funniest people that talks about all the shows that we talk about too. His point of view is hilarious, and I'm gonna get him on this show one day. I kind of want to save him for 
the rebrand. The rebrand. I wanted, gotcha. Let me tell you, I wanted my name in it. Like I want, I want this to be the final rebrand, like ever. I didn't want like anything confusing with the title. I wanted my name in it. I love yes. it. I'll talk to you about it offline, but it's gonna be good. I'm, I'm so yet, look, January 2024. I'm coming for asses. Okay, I'm coming for asses. Put your booties up. Can I just <laughs> tell you something? I love that you're talking about this because that's currently what I'm kind of sort of going through now, like being, making sure the podcast is true to who I am, everything Mm -hmm. I do. I just launched my YouTube channel showing the podcast visuals and now I'm doing other video, other things that I've wanted. Oh, let's jump on and talk about this or that. And whereas I wouldn't, I would either have to save it for the podcast or I'd have like 10, five minute episodes. I just may want to jump on. And, and I've been wanting to do YouTube for years. I actually had a YouTube channel with my other podcast, but I only did a few videos because life. You better and come so on, I butterfly. Had, listen, fly like a butterfly, <laughs> sting like a bee, honey. Listen, okay. I, so I am realizing, not even realizing, I've decided to fully embrace the voice that I know that I have and walk fully in the power that I know I was given it's the only I, one that's here. I believe it. And that's it. And if mm-hmm. you're on board, great. I'm also learning that seasons change. The people change around you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, too. As Absolutely. long as I keep moving forward. But anybody in these next, uh, moving forward, I won't have to question whether you're supportive or not. I'll just know. Period. And that's just that. So I'm, I'm excited. Right I'm excited about that. I'm excited about possibilities new beginnings uh or even just continuing on so i'm i'm really excited and i'm i i will have to say that we met what three years ago or two years ago we talked and i remember the first time i, I remember where i was I three over was three, three which is crazy yes i remember where mm. i was the first time i listened to your podcast and i knew that <laughs> i had fallen in love and then you know you fall in love with someone's voice but you may only just listen. It doesn't become personal. You may exchange right. texts or whatever, but I love how we were both open. And before we know it, phone number, we're in a text group and then phone numbers are exchanged. And then mm-hmm. we have built a, a a true relationship. You've been to my home. Me and Corey will be coming. Which is looking good in the background too. You better come on house. You better come on home. Part of the rebrand. Corey says, set it up. I said, do your thing, baby. I know set that's right. Up. Set it up. Come for on mom. with the fireplace. Come on, fireplace. <laughs> I know that's right. So, Y'all, look, yeah, I just I, I appreciate you. I I want to publicly say that mm-hmm. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support, but more so, I appreciate your friendship, your support of any moves I'm trying to make. You know, I support even any moves you're trying to make, and I'm excited about both of our futures. Look, I said, don't make me cry with these uh these damn uh, under eye masks. But on. Listen, you know we already can't blink. Don't do it to me now, okay? <laughs> and my, I'm using this. Sometimes I use old school Vaseline. I'm taking it back to the ancestors. And when I tell you, I look refreshed. <laughs> I know that's right. Shining, you better do it. I know that's right. I echo everything you said. I'm grateful for all your support because you always go up, and I appreciate. I know me and you, but Matilda. Saria has had me in her home. Okay, y'all, this is real friendship. This is this is everything. I've been up there what twice now? Yeah, twice. Yeah, what was the first time? one for Monty's wedding? Monty's wedding, and then so you've been to the house twice mm-hmm. in that period of time for the wedding. Yeah. And then we met, uh, then we, of course, got together for the Poconos 
we're gonna have to plan other trips outside yeah, of yeah, that. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I can't, I can't remember the first time I came up. The, I don't even remember. But it's it was, okay. it was for Monty's wedding, and then you came and got dressed here. I right. Think, and then you got, and then you came back the next day after we went to see Black Panther. Too. Oh yeah, that's right. It's not called Black Panther. Wakanda it's forever. Called... Yeah, yeah. Wakanda forever. Yes. <laughs> it's all right. Close enough. Close enough. Okay. Corey had that on yesterday, and I just can't. Like he had part the you know the the second one, yeah. and I said I just can't watch because I was just wanting to cry. And every when they were showing him greeting her, like she her at the end of the movie the flashback spoiler mm-hmm. alert if y'all ain't seen it, y'all need to be ashamed of yourself. Well, it's been but, a whole damn year now. They should have. Yeah. <laughs> so. But just flashbacks, and I got to thinking. I knew my kids were coming home soon, and I was like, oh, that's how close my kids are with each other. And then I mm. went went somewhere deep like normal. Oh, God, please don't let nothing happen to either my kids. Let us all, you know, just you know, right, praying for protection right. of your kids. But, yeah, so Kendrick always. has been in my home and is always welcome here. Oh, thank you, boo. Should we get into the foolishness? Let's get into it because there's a lot of foolish, fugazi. Stuff going on and it's in my throat and it needs to come out. Look, I know you've only you you catching up on Miami, but I know you've been like on the social meets and you've been, you know, you've been seeing the things. Yes. Um, I have to say, Larsa, <laughs> Pippen, Jordan, O'Neal, Curry James is a menace, okay? An absolute terror. I cannot understand. Why Larsa, number one, is so combative with everything. Like this lady is telling you she has cancer and you still, first of all, that damn, her asking the question, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? What? Okay. Did you, in that moment, were you given the benefit of doubt of like, okay, Larsa? No. (laughs) And I'm tired of people always, people, you notice people find reasons for who they want to find reasons for. Absolutely. Or who they identify with. So no, I'm not giving her benefit of no. If Larsa is that slow, she don't need to walk by herself nowhere. <laughs> she don't need to live by herself nowhere. Because in my mind, I kept. I could. My first thought, I was like, "What kind of question is that? Like, what do you mean? How do I didn't just like, uh, 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 you know, rub my knees one day? Like, you know how when they say it's raining outside, you rub your knee. Oh Lord, it's, it's gonna be raining yep, outside. It's, yes, it, yes. It, that ain't really how it works, Lars. So like, you got to go get tested and follow up biopsies, all this kind of stuff. Why the hell? What, what do you mean? So my second thought was like, okay, was this a nervous thing? Because you were like, you know, because I know people don't know what to say in those situations. That's true. That's, yeah. But girl. <laughs> to me, because she didn't, you didn't follow up with, oh my God, I didn't mean, girl, are you just, it's just, no. like, I'm so sorry. First of all, how are you? Exactly. Because like you said, sometimes you say that, but you catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Her literally next statement out of her mouth, I think, was, well, why didn't you tell me then? Why didn't you tell me at the party? How was I supposed to know that? You know, that kind of stuff. I'm so it, still it, on the defense. It's still it, Treating it like an argument, she has to win. She has to win. And sent and making it about her. Mm-hmm. Making it about her. It's not about you. It's I don't not. care if she told you 90 days later. The only way that you should not even really center yourself would be like, look. I'm sorry that you felt like you had to wait to tell me if it was 90 days later, but just know I'm here. I'm here for you. We're praying for your recovery. We're in this, whatever, but Mm -hmm. to turn it around on her and why didn't you tell me? 
as if you're hurt or angry because she didn't tell you when she's the one dealing with something going on in her body. And let's face it, going to be fighting for her life. Exactly. Oh, How Marcia. dare you looking like you just did the Kylie Jenner lips in a bottle blow up challenge. <laughs> How dare you <laughs> sit up here in our faces mm-hmm. and say, how do you know? Ask your mama. How, how, about, I that? Know. how okay. about that? Okay. Listen. That pissed me my, off. I know. Miami, the thing that uh, I, <laughs> I think I enjoy Miami more than most of the housewives shows because one you know how you watch on other casts a lot of the cast you know they got their messy people yeah sometimes people know like cameras are rolling i need to play it up and yes kind of yeah one of the reasons i like miami is that it's genuinely just a messy ass group of people that they're filming and one of the other things is i like the fact that you know how we watch other shows and sometimes the episodes are filled with those, you know, the individual scenes where I'm at the house, yeah. I'm talking to this person. And it gets kind of boring because it's not like you're dealing with, you, you know, you're not talking about family stuff. Yeah. Yes. It's just like, oh, you know, I'm repainting my bathroom. I'm over budget. I did this. Listen, you know, this kind of stuff. Yes. It's like, what are we talking about? Yep. Miami, I feel like everybody genuinely like has something going, going on. Going on, even and if so it's it, their business or exactly. Their- so it makes the individual stuff because you know I you know I stay on this podcast almost every week. Give us group scenes, give us group scenes, yes. give us group scenes. Individual, if it's something relevant, then yes. yes. But don't put the filler in. Like, no, just make these girls film together as much as possible. But this cast, I noticed that I laugh like genuinely throughout the entire episode because even their like individual scene or like get emotional because like when it's Julia and Martina and like, all yeah. that stuff, you know, like it's all emotional. It's something provoking, like in yes. you. Yes. And I think the other, you know, the other housewives can learn a thing or two. I do. I want to give them their props on that. And the ability to be able to, I'm going to say like at BravoCon, their, their panel was extra spicy, especially with Lisa and mm. Kiki. And, and, but I felt like, who I was seeing on that stage was the real people. And that comes through on their show. And that's what I liked about the Miami panel. It was like almost like watching an episode of Miami because it's who they are. And I appreciate that as far as they go, they can go from A and drag the other one to Z. At (laughs) the end of the day, even if all of them aren't friends, they're genuinely concerned about the other person's health. I can even say that with Alexia. She's genuinely concerned about Gert. You know, like if something oh, you- happened to Adriana, I feel like even though they ain't really checking for her, they would be genuinely concerned. And that's mm-hmm. what I like at the end of the day, they can all come together. I love that. Uh, I uh, I think you might be surprised because I know you know Alexia last season she told her draws with me like you gotta get you a new pair of panties like yo they they tore with me but this season she's purposely out to like make amends with people and okay. to try to and you know that's one thing I'm like okay well you know that don't know the mean shit because every housewife season starts yeah. off like that yes but then we're seeing her like purposely not insert herself in like Marisol's drama. She's letting her okay. handle. She's not. So I'm like, okay, are we That's actually good. seeing a new side of it? You know, I'm, I'm sure it won't last long. Give it to episode <laughs> seven and then we'll be right back. But for now, I'm enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying Alexia, which is. Oh, I've seen hard that. Sometimes you are not. I, I have seen that 
said mm. on the social media. Oh, okay. So I've seen people saying, I can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah, I, I feel like in her earlier seasons, she was like that. Then they were off the air. When you want to be on TV and your show is taken, then when mm -hmm. the show comes back, and I've said this before, sometimes these Turn women the dial. do anything to keep it. Mm -hmm. so, Turn the dial. Turn yep. the dial up. Yep. And it's like, oh, man. that's And that's where it's hard. And, and part of it is on the audience. And part of it is on production, too, because we say we want authentic housewife stuff. But then if the authentic is not entertaining enough to us, they either lose their jobs or the show gets right. a reboot or that, you know, so they're doing whatever they can do to keep their jobs too, you know? Oh my God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put in a note to talk about Atlanta before we move on to the other shows. I, I just talked I, about them. I'm disappointed. Um, listen, I'm, I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> What <laughs> I'll, I'll quote some of them. <laughs> quote it, please quote it. No, I'll be... <laughs> quote it. Quote I'm it. Just, it. I'm just I'm hurt, y'all. I'm I'm very hurt about what's going on in Atlanta because I don't know what's going on. And if some of the decisions that are being made are what they think needs to be made, idiotic. Then they're then idiotic. to me, Nene is right in that they're trying to sabotage it. Yeah. Atlanta was number one for how many years? And I just refuse to believe that you don't think that you can do a better job with the casting. I'm going to tell you this. I would, I would have wanted to fight anybody before that first weekend, November talking about a reboot mm -hmm. after seeing that panel, do what you need to do. Ooh. I felt like, people, I felt like people, the moderator was great. I could have watched. Okay. Her. Okay. Everyone else, they had a job to do and they came to get their check to me there was no chemistry no snap crackle pop mm. there was a little bit of back and forth but if you watched any other panel well for me especially when you not that you put it up against Potomac mm -hmm. but just the way they came out Miami the way they came out it was like to a degree you know you're here the audience is here we're wanting to hear from you and when I tell mm -hmm. you Atlanta to me was first of all it was not full at all which was bad. And it just didn't give me like, I was like, I left that panel thinking, I love my Atlanta girls. You will always be top over everybody in my heart because of, you know, you look like me and y'all are funny and, and, you know, you're like the black woman I know, but also something needs to be done. Yeah. I was just so disappointed. And it's gotta be the chemistry with the cast because like, that's, what, that's what it was. Can you like on uh like the other panels like when it was like mixed in with other housewives she was jumping up laughing yes, like yes. all this kind of stuff so clearly like she still enjoys this but it's just like it's like she told uh Carlos she doesn't have anybody to play with like nobody yep. oh this is shade but nobody with the exception of Candy is intellectually like Set. smart enough to go up against her when it comes Hello. to shade and like, all this so Hello. it's like I don't know it's I, I get it like do what you need to do but. But the Damn, decisions that yeah. is, if what we're saying is true, and I, I talked about this a little bit earlier, I because I, I saw the post about them removing the RHOA bio. So there's a part of me that's like, is it propaganda? Because Lisa Renna a did scheme. that. <laughs> yeah, a scheme that that production is setting up to come to or <laughs> come to us with the B or the housewife. Because I remember when Lisa Renna did it, she still came back for a season. Erica Jane did it. She still came back the next season. Mm -hmm. Ramona had done it. She still came back. So 
I wonder, are they doing this? They know that there are people out there that their job is to watch these Instagram accounts. Anything these wives do or say, somebody's going to capture it. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, are you doing this? So to see if any noise is made in the network notices, like, oh, hey, if we take those off, because by now we know that the network pays attention to social media. We know. Right. So I wonder if it's a scheme or if they are truly done. And Drew, like, even I would be wild, like wild to not watch her live in a house with Ralph when they say they're getting a divorce, but still living in the same house, knowing that Ralph seems like he wants to hold a peach sometimes and be a house husband. Mm-hmm. Why would you get rid of that? To me, Drew would be the Drew would be not maybe who they built the cast around, but sort of kind That's of. That's what I would say. Yeah, I, I would absolutely who they say built that. it around. Yeah. I that it's wild to me because I if you want to do like some kind of reboot, I would there's no scenario I would think that like Drew would like get the axe. I would think like bring back Portia, one of her like genuine friends, keep Kenya Candy, everybody else can go, in my opinion, and then give us three new housewives. Ideally, we would get Nene back. That's not gonna happen, y'all. Like, we're, yeah. not you know. Andy always say he's uh, you know I'm open to it. I'm open to it, but we ain't seen no conversation yet. So no. at this point, we can't count Nene in. I say have those four get three new housewives that like are tried, true, tested because they have. See that one of the best things that came out of that uh, that Kenya and Carlos King interview was them talking about how girls used to have to audition. Yeah, like, we didn't know anything about you know new cast members were not announced like on Bravo social media right after the season. No, they had, we didn't know who was on the cast until uh, it was time to like do the cast photos and all this stuff. Right. The girls had to work. That scene with Portia and Kenya arguing outside of Portia's charity event, neither one of them were housewives at that point. Right. Which is wild to, to me. me. So wild. So they need to go back to like making these girls like fight for an opportunity to be on camera. Get them four. Them four know how to do it. Get three more and then... Well, I'll tell you this much. When I was talking to Kempire, he said that... And I want to make sure... I'm I'm pretty sure it was when I was talking to him that there was a white woman at BravoCon Hmm. saying that she was being tested or looked at. For production? Or which... (laughs) She gonna be a PA, like a camera. Who? What's she gonna? She gonna be like on. <laughs> she gonna be like in the cast of the Atlanta Housewives. Girl, Kim Zosia go have a field day. <laughs> listen, I was like, listen. I don't even know what to say, and I'm. I like to talk, and I was. You remember, this is so stupid, but do you remember? <laughs> on, <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> do you remember season three? American Medicine. I do not remember her name for the life. Jill. Jill. I was, I was going to say Bonnie Jill, but that was basketball wise. <laughs> yes. Jill. I knew that's where you were going. I yes. knew it. I always think about that scene with her in heaven. She said, you're a stupid bitch. And her husband said, your mama. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I think Toya is still friends with her. Really? One of, one of them is still friends with her, if I'm not mistaken. I'm surprised that lady in jail. Didn't she stay up her husband or something? Child. Oh, let me. Okay. Um, yeah, we Atlanta. It's a crisis. If y'all don't know, what we're talking about this, this past is a crisis. weekend. Uh, they were saying that both Sonya and Drew took RHOA out of their uh, Instagram profiles. Sonya, when I checked, had put it back. See? So I don't know if it was a, a Photoshop or what, but she had put it back. I forgot 
I didn't check and see what Drew did, but I don't know what's going on. I, I listen, we. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. I don't like this one bit. I don't like this one bit because one, the people's been trying to get rid of Atlanta for a long time. You know, haven't the, they? The moment an uh, episode is bad, they ready to jump ship. But they'll watch seventeen bad seasons of Beverly Hills, child. But and the OC and those, you know, you know, OC uh will turn out a terrible last season in a minute, child. I'm glad they actually. I really enjoyed their past season. I'm glad they back on track. Because, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that, I'm going to talk about OC just a tad bit. And then when we talk about Miami, I want to get okay. your opinion on something. But uh, I don't, they, Atlanta needs to, I don't know, some humbling needs to go on. Like they need to like, maybe ask some of these former cast members to come yes. back. Or, yes. I, <laughs> I because need Because why a, wouldn't you want it? Atlanta was your crown jewel. And I remember mm-hmm. last year, uh, Kyle made Kyle Richards made a statement was like, uh-huh, yeah, but w- they were number one. It took a scandal for y'all to be number one. Let's go back through the years of Atlanta. It wasn't scandals like one of the housewives could potentially be going to jail. Right. Type so don't get above your britches. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> it because I'm partial to them. Atlanta was probably the smartest, funniest, wittiest cast out there. Easily. Okay. Which is why. And I, feel like that's why I get a kiki out of Candace and Wendy because they're and honestly I'm not even going to say all that the ladies on Potomac are can be like in when they're having these lighter moments are funny Mm -hmm. fast witty all of them will have you cracking up like so like their amount of shade is just as good as Atlanta's Mm -hmm. so to see that and I'm going to be honest there is a difference in watching an Atlanta and a Beverly Hills a Potomac Mm -hmm. and a um, New York City. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. And the way that they're trying to put Atlanta to bed, I've even heard people talk about rumors of getting rid of Atlanta. Of Atlanta. Are you kidding? When, you know, listen, don't do that. Why would you try to, why would y'all try to do a full reboot in Atlanta or get rid of Atlanta when uh we hate our damn near everybody in New Jersey and y'all still ain't rebooted or retouched that franchise and God knows how long. And God Stop knows it. how long. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all mm-hmm. quit playing in my face. Y'all and speaking that. of a show that's not even on there, shout out to Aikisha Holly for not getting herself involved in that Jersey madness. Thank you. Okay. Stay a bell, baby. Stay a Stay bell. A bell. Ring ring. Who? Ling 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 ling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Let me, uh, I want to ask you about going back to Miami. Uh, it keeps coming up because I don't know if you remember this past season of OC, but uh, Gina, they were telling Gina to stop complaining to Travis about certain things like Matt and, you know, the other girls, like what's going on. He shouldn't have to always hear that kind of stuff. It seems like the same thing is happening in Miami where they're telling Lisa, stop complaining to Jody about Lenny. Where do you fall down on this? Should your partner be the person you're able to like bounce all this stuff off of? Or should you not involve them in like the petty bullshit and just like leave that for like your friends? Well, how do you fall with that? First of all, I apologize if you just heard that noise. My neighbor is starting off his Camaro. Oh, you didn't hear hear a thing. Very loud. Um, (laughs) I feel like it depends on the relationship you have with your Mm. partner. I feel like discussions for me, I would think discussions may have already been had. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, if it bothers you when I talk about this, let me know. It's not out of any feelings of love or want, but it's about someone that I used to love doing something harmful to me and Mm -hmm. I'm venting it to you. So if 
this is too much. I'm sorry. So I feel I would I would like to think conversations have already been had, which is why they're so comfortable going forward and having these conversations. Mm -hmm. I know for me, I would I would like to think that I even if he's even if Corey were to be like, yeah, it's okay if we're talking about X, Y, and Z, I would still try to be a bit more sensitive. Yeah. In this in the same vein. Some things maybe not share because I wouldn't want that X to be a constant cloud you know or a constant yeah. topic of conversation so i get both sides but i feel like it all depends on the two people in the relationship yeah i mean if if they're friends also because pe- some you know some some married people i know say that if they were to get a divorce they wouldn't even miss the marriage most they would miss losing their friend who they yeah. share everything with so mm-hmm. i i think yeah. it really depends but to say that she sh- absolutely shouldn't i don't agree with that i believe she should have a conversation lisa should have a conversation with um what's his name Jody. Again? I'm about to say Jordy. Jordy, my Jody. <laughs> Jody. <laughs> um <laughs> I think if Lisa has had a conversation with Jody and he is her support during all of this, he's gonna hear all of it, so it's fine. That's how I go. feel. I feel the same way. I think that uh one, this is the biggest thing that Lisa's ever gone through. Yeah. So like it would be hard not to talk about that. And I feel like he knows. And I feel like one thing she's not used to is that he's a lot more emotionally intelligent than Lenny yes. was. And so he's probably prepared for those conversations. And while Lenny would tell her to shut the hell up and going on. So And suck your feelings down. Right. Right. And she ass. um I don't know, does she talk to her Jamaican mama or you know what? Any side of that family? Child. Because she don't, you know, she don't have Lenny's side or his mom. His mama raggedy is a raggedy yeah. ass heifer anyway, so we won't even talk to her either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want before we move on to uh, the next show, <laughs> this is so mean and messy to say, but, and you know, I like to usually keep it funny, but the funniest part maybe of the week for me across the housewives was Julia practicing this damn opera. And I don't know, I know that sounds mean as hell, but that damn dog was looking up at her like she was afraid, like <laughs> everything that was happening in that scene had me hollering. And I I felt so bad because I'm like, I know she's doing this with Martina. She wants to be a romantic gift and all like that. Ciao. Oh, it's Ju- listen, Julia. Come, come to me after you get done practicing, because I need to see what the end result looked like. Because right now it's giving Kim Zolciak, uh season three, trying to go on tour with Candy. It's just oh, not the ring didn't mean a up. thing. Not a damn thing. Let's go to Beverly Hills. These damn Beverly Hills. Listen, sudden, <laughs> sudden is in charge of the girls. This season. Sudden is center stage, like every episode. And I want to know from you. Do you think Sudden is like intentionally putting on a lot more of being dramatic? I mean, we still be dramatic every season, but like, do you think she's doing extra this season? Or do you think that like now that some of the mess has cleared out of the cast, that like we're seeing a lot more people for like who they actually are? Like what scenario do we think it falls in? I believe we're seeing exactly who Sutton is. Even her friend Jennifer let us know how Jennifer she was the assistant, <laughs> how she's a lot. <laughs> People will be like, Taria, you have said it 19 times on Instagram comments, <laughs> on Twitter, on Instagram. 
Sutton's first season, when she centered herself in that race conversation, mm-hmm. showed me exactly who she was, that she will center herself in everything, regardless of what it is, and then will revert to tears when it's <laughs> too much. So for me, we are seeing, to me, exactly who Sutton is. The funny moments, that's her. The witty moments. The name of all of that is her. And so is this privileged white woman with a lot of money who feels entitled, who feels entitled to just spray her feelings everywhere, regardless of who it affects and whose nerves it may get on, regardless of how inconsiderate it may seem. These are my Mm -hmm. feelings and I'm allowed to share my feelings whenever I want. That's Mm -hmm. who she is. That's and I'll be trying with her. I'll be trying with her red lip wearing blonde. I'll do my hair different this season. Them pants is ugly. Sutton. I'll be really trying. I'm mad that them were the pants she picked out and made such a fuss about. Like you, you would have been better off with the leather pants Crystal had on. At least I thought they looked good. So me too. And where is her black assistant that she had after the race conversation? Listen, you That's know, not her assistant no more? Out, baby. I okay. I was just wondering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sutton to me is exactly she's all the things and as a person because I feel like sometimes we take isolated events and make those things a person's personality but we've Sutton, yeah. we've seen Sutton I feel like in her totality and I feel like who we're seeing is who she is her heart her kindness her I feel like she can be mean sometimes her recklessness mm-hmm. her insensitivities her sensitivities, I feel like we're seeing all of who Sutton is. And it's yeah. it's working me. It's draining. Who Sutton drained me. Right. Sutton like goes back and forth, like at the flip of a hat. Will yeah. Be as calm as a, you know, just calm as a cucumber, cool as a cucumber, not calm as a cucumber, cool as a cucumber. And then we'll just like fly off the hinges. I feel like she don't know sometimes whether she wants to be Mrs. Doubtfire or Big Mama's house. Like she goes back and forth between the two. And I don't know which one she ever wants to be. It's entertaining to me. I'll, yeah, it is definitely entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. She cracks me like I'd I'd laugh just the whole I've been saying name them. Name them. Name them. I've been saying that all week and I know I'm getting on these folk damn nerve. Do I give a damn? No. Very oh, reminiscent oh, of Miss Monique. Lenard, say their names or keep yeah. it on the playground. <laughs> yes. Come on, Monique. Um, what do you think about Kyle and this marriage? Like, we are learning a lot about this. To me, I'm going to tell I'm you the, the scene that I <laughs> The scene that did it for me where I felt like they just didn't like each other anymore. That whole tattoo scene where she threw the party for uh Portia, I think it was, mm-hmm. and his parents came over and she told him about the the, the what the one ass tattoo he got, and you know he treated like it was such a big deal and all this kind of stuff. And I think they just over each other. And you know what? People grow apart after a certain amount of time. They I, they might have just grown apart. So and Kyle, you know Kyle doing what she want to do okay you know she she well we don't know what they're later doing or not but she might be clicking kitties and that's okay so click them kitties Kyle we ain't mad at you okay click them kitties you might be 
I know. Leave with half, though. Don't listen. Listen. Book a divorce. You better leave with half of the agency. Okay. Don't quit playing. She might be strumming her pain with okay, and that's fine. Ooh, strumming something else with them fingers too. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) what do you think? Okay, so how do you think all this is gonna play out? Because I genuinely they they keep me kind of confused, and Kyle is trying to be kind of private about it all. Which I don't like. I'm glad that Sutton and Garcia this season are gonna force it out of her because stop that. That's what she does. The right. You've that's been on the she... show way too damn long. Just stop be it. honest. Just be honest. Isn't that her thing? Mm. And just be honest. I feel like Kyle is using the show almost as a get back and putting him in a position because there's been rumors for years mm-hmm. of the the rendezvous that he's allegedly had with different people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like She's using the show just enough to kind of, he don't know what she's going to say or what she's going to do. So he's kind of like on edge. So like, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Saying little things like, oh, maybe if you looked at my body more, you know, she would have known, he would have known about the tattoos. And he's mm-hmm. like looking surprised because I think he is surprised that she's mm-hmm. saying things. And the things that she's saying are truthful. She just may not be saying the extent of it. She's throwing out little bits. So I feel like, She's like, uh-huh, I got you. Mm-hmm. And she's just using the show as it, I mean, using the platform that she's on, just kind of stick it to him a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, I know what you've been doing all these years, but uh-huh. And we're going to, and it's, and I don't believe they're going to end up together anyway. So I feel like she's like, and she still gets to come out, not as the victim, but still like my hands are clean. You know what I mean? She still right. gets to come out that way. So I think she's throwing him under the bus a little bit and I'm good for, it. I've never, I know I'm in the minority, the way minority, but I've just never really seen it for Mo, Mauricio, Maurice. You mean like in terms of attractiveness? Attractiveness, nor personality. Oh, because, you know, they, they've been trying to say that Mauricio was the finest thing walking on Bravo for a, a long time. Can I, when, when I, <laughs> I said, y'all, who, <laughs> who? And you did this, did you listen, I, did, I who? mean, okay. He ain't, you know, not right. That I said, oh, some of these shows, <laughs> they, 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 they clearly, let me shut up. Okay. Do you watch, I don't, you know, I, I'm not into the, uh, I used to watch the sellings on uh, Netflix and all this stuff. Do you <laughs> yes. watch his, what is his show called? Absolutely. Selling, not. I, I thought I was going to watch like some episodes I watched too. and was like, I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. So it ain't worth it. Damn. Mm-mm. So I, 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 tried, I tried to give you another business venture, Mauricio. I'm sorry. It didn't work out. I'm <laughs> not. And now there may be people that were, but I tell you, I'm not into it. I just keep looking at people like. Mauricio over Peter Thomas. <laughs> Mauricio over. I, even to me, I feel like Todd doesn't get enough um, props. Like, so I, I just, better start respecting these short kings. Okay. Ex- say it. Say it. <laughs> say it again. Exactly. 
But yeah, so I, I've just never really been a, and, and I could have taken Mauricio or leave it Mauricio. But I like the fact that not even like, I won't say that because you hate to see any relationship like, you know, um, you understand it, you girl part. And, and I don't want I won't even say you hate to see it, but when a person is hurt as it's, you know, breaking up or whatever, you hate to see that. But I do think she's using the show and, and getting little digs in. Yeah, I definitely think she does. And a part of me wonders her being private about it. Is it is she producing us and everybody else like she knows that they're going to ask her? And that's the whole point of all of this, like of her, her being quiet because she knows. So I don't know. I just know that I've never been a real fan of Kyle either, though. So I'm, I have to be honest to say that, like I'm yeah. never a fan of her. You know me. I like to, when it comes to Beverly Hills, because I've always felt like it was, you know, early season, great. But then they, like, all of them became very image conscious. Yes. Like, and that's very early in the process. And so it ruined it a lot for me. So that's why I love when Brandy came on. Cause I was like, okay, Brandy don't give a damn. Like, she just go do and say what the hell ever. And it was fun for me to watch. And then, you know, Erica Jane came on. I liked her early season. She was good. Dorit's. First season, fantastic. She came, became image conscious immediately. She went the Camille Grammar route, like right after that. Immediately, immediately. It was so sad. It feels like she's trying to make a little bit of a comeback this season. Though. It do like, seem like it, don't it? How do you feel about the this season? Like she's she's really kind of pushing herself out there forefront. She she keep getting robbed, but how do you feel about the Let me ask you a question about the Rob situation. No. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say, have I ever? No. <laughs> have I gone to the bank and withdrawn all my money? Just No. Have I ever because. said I told him to put my cell phone? No. I ain't done none of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I because I wonder what kind of insurances are out there that maybe we don't know about. Like, normally, if you get robbed, if your watch is insured, if this is insured. And I know that if, as a former teller at a bank, Sovereign yes. Bank, it used to be. Come on, Sovereign. If you withdrew $9,999 from me, That's I didn't have flash. to fill out any paperwork. It's right under that 10000 yep. <laughs> but when you go to 10000 mm-hmm. there's a paper trail. And then you announce to everybody that you were robbed, the 10000 So now there's a paper trail and, and, and then you come and talk about it and you can back up that claim by saying, no, I really did. Like, I'm not making up that I had 10000 See, at the bank, we'll show you. I really did have a... So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, something don't sit right in my spirit about it and I can't quite put it together. And I don't know if there's different insurances. and th- I don't know. Right. Maybe it's not an insurance thing. Maybe I, something Fugazi is not, it's something Fugazi is happening. I do not believe so, something in the milk ain't clean. And it's not Dorit's mama's black best friend. It's something. <laughs> um, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> as far as Dorit outside of Garcelle, mm-hmm. I like what we're doing. Yes. Agreed. I like the conversation that we're having. Agreed. I like that she's saying what she's thinking and not mm-hmm. being so worried about presenting a certain way 
And watching her eat that sandwich the other day was very fascinating. I've never seen anybody eat a sandwich like that. That's how I know. See, Dorit is trying to become relatable for some reason. So yes. she's like, oh, the common man eats sandwiches. Let me try one. Let she me- didn't know what she had. She picked it up with a fork at first, and then she took it off with the fork and was trying to tear it apart. She didn't know what she was doing with that sandwich. She wanted to go home and get some caviar, but then people were filming her, so she couldn't do that. So she had to eat a sandwich like the common man. She had to eat a sandwich. Exactly. With Garcelle, I don't like this notion of people thinking that every time you call out a microaggression, you're trying to make it something. I'm not saying every single time. However, if you go by Dorit's pattern of how she interacts with people, because she also Mm -hmm. low-key interacted with Crystal the same way on some occasion. It's very, she interacts with Garcelle very differently than those other women. And I Mm -hmm. wish... It's interesting how people will say also they just want Garcelle to remain classy. She can clap back and still be classy. It's like people are saying like, you know, they like the way that Garcelle is handling it. And it's like, I don't, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't, she would have (laughs) one time to raise her voice and come at me without me snatching them edges verbally out of, out of her head. And I want to be like Garcelle. Stand up. If you ain't going to do it in your fashions, at least check this girl. Oh, Lord. Stand up. <laughs> we love you, fancy. Don't get I me do. wrong. Listen, every now and then, Garcelle looks so chic and all this kind of stuff. I every want, let me, tell you, then. let me tell you the two things I want. I want Arrogant Tay to come get on the hair. I want him to do her hair for all the confessionals for the, you know, just a, maybe even a, just send her a couple of weeds. Like, you know, you know, different styles, send her a Bob, you know, a Bobbyana, send her a little, uh, six bust down, you know, a little middle part, you know, send her something like that. You like, but who Garcelle sometimes it'd be, I'd be fighting for my life to defend you in them fashion. Sometimes I do the confessionals. I feel like have gotten better the day to day. Um, hmm. the day to day, uh, we can work on it. Morning by morning, new mercies morning, and grace. Okay, come on, that's all. Just ask God when it's 11 11, make a wish. That's all you got to do. Just and close your eyes and count to five, and then take something it. off. That's okay. it. You know what? That's what it is because she is, she, you know what. She sometimes it's not as is as bad as like you know people will because you know people be on Giselle's ass and I don't think uh, you know I actually think Giselle's gotten a lot better I think that like now she sticks to like tones and like you know she doesn't but Giselle for a while that was her problem too is that she would like I bought all this new stuff how much of it can I put on to every go new trend this yeah. hat <laughs> this ring this this and you oh let me tell you. I said on social media that because we about to talk about uh Potomac and American medicine for a little bit before we gotta y'all we on the time limit so we go touch on uh our other shows too okay um I finally figured out and it took this past episode to realize what was off about Mia's fashions all this time for me because Mia like presents well but it was something that always just kind of hmm, to me like mm-hmm. she always I figured it out because it was when she had. Uh, I don't know if it was a phone, like I don't know what it was, but she had her own like something that looks like it was an Angel Brinks like dress, and it looked like it was from about four trends ago. And that's what Mia does. 
Mia does those trends that the basketball wives would do mm. like three seasons ago. That's what it is. And I finally figured it out. I'm like, what is it about your face? But it's late. That's what it is. It's just it's late. late. Yes. It's late. Yes. All the time. All the time, Mia. And you and know she what? She just that's can't it. get it. Right. Like she, mm. right. I see. Who do you, this going to be, y'all, y'all going to hate my answer because y'all going to say something about me. Who do you think is the best dress? Let's go to Potomac as a matter of fact. Who do you think is the best dressed on Potomac? Like, oh, you know my. <laughs> Wendy, you ain't even got to say nothing else. Okay. Okay. This is good. And Wendy, especially nowadays, Wendy be killing them. The confessionals, like the Instagram people, like everything. Wendy be looking good. And I think about, she did this interview and I went back and had, was looking at her stuff before she was on the show, before she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she showed the body. Then she had her baby. And yes, it, and then what, months, three months after having a baby, she's on a TV show. So yeah, she showed a little bit, but yeah, she was a little more covered up because she was feeling a type of way about mm-hmm. her body. And I know for me, being a 46-year-old woman who is finally feeling good in her body again, I am not the same stuff, not like not basketball wives three years ago, but like we've upgraded to the yeah. new times, but showing a bit more skin, like how I used to, because I'm feeling better. And so, and I see that with Wendy and Wendy's clothes don't wear her. She wears the clothes and that's what I love. Wendy's wigs don't wear her. She wears mm-hmm. the wigs and that's what I love. Wendy owns her entire gorgeous face. And so I've, all of that, because to me, it's also in the attitude, because I will say as much as what people say about Robin, I can be, have a style like Wendy, but then also love how I feel in a pair of workout types, crop hoodie, a hoodie or whatever. So I also felt Robin's style for a long time too, because it was Thank simple, you. simple, sexy. Robin was simple, sexy to me. You both of your answers are correct for me because I say the exact same thing. So my definition of like like somebody on reality TV that's killing it as far as like the looks and the clothes and stuff. One of the biggest things is I know people like are obsessed with labels and you know like oh my gosh she has a baton so automatically it's fabulous you know yes. this kind of stuff. I, I'm not that person. Me so Dorit, I I can appreciate it. But I always feel like I Beverly Hills when they go places, I feel like everybody is going to a different event. Yes, real, very a different event in different seasons too. I'm like, is it, is it fall? What, what, what is, it, is it spring? What? <laughs> so I never know. But my thing, like I, I feel like they never dress for like the occasion. So like, yes. The Reed will pop up like going over Kyle's house in a ball gown. I'm like, where the fuck you finna go? <laughs> like, where, like, where are y'all? Like, I, I don't understand it. I guess that's what it is. And so, like, I've always appreciated people like Robin, who I feel like always look good on camera, but always look like they're going to the function they were invited they're to. They're going to, yes. Because yes. that's real life. It's supposed exactly. to be real life. I don't need to see you in the park. Her and when- Wendy's first season, when her and Wendy got their boys together, Mm-hmm. It was a cute little tights and cute little, like, cause it's the park. I don't right. need to see you in five inch heels at the park with your sons. Looking crazy. Looking crazy. Like, it's that- like when Denise Richards joined Beverly Hills and she was like, 
damn, I thought about your barbecue was uh you come in jeans and you know you prepare yeah. to eat some meat, you know, might get a little messy because it's barbecue sauce on it. No, they got them folks showing up in uh what uh <laughs> floor length gowns Balenciaga and, and all that right they she like what the hell y'all you so I I get it like but okay yeah I I'm more like I said Robin style was always more because I mm. would always I would say it was simple sexy and that's yes. a lot of how I dress again have my Wendy moments or whatever but for the most part and like you said I like to look like where I'm going and you can do that in an elevated way yeah it don't have to be so yeah I definitely Definitely say it's funny that you said like even um for the picture, Robin's outfit, the uh for the cast photo. Oh the, yes, yes, yes. I think she ate eight and mm-hmm. like this period. That's a beautiful cast. They look good overall. They do. Like, they, yeah. They, I just good. want who uh, listen, I think her Uh-oh. name is Shirley. Robin, listen, Robin, Robin. <laughs> Maybe Robin's doing her own hair. Like when she we'll see her in the pink dress that she comes to Ashley's in. Yes. I was like, just a little bit more. But also, if this is real life, right? I know people get on. Sometimes when you're going through things, mm-hmm. I'm here, child. I put these dress on. These right. <laughs> child. Sometimes here, your hair with a woman look like what she going through. Right. You just got to. That just is listen. what it is. But yes, I'm. so we agree. Hair. Yes, Wendy and Robin. That's funny. Yeah, I've, all, I've always felt an affinity. And maybe because she's an Aries. Mm-hmm. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Her style. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of New Housewife? Uh, see, I be let me stop because you know I be wanting to say Nuka when I see her. But what do you <laughs> think about New Housewife Neca? Or had Is it Nyaka? Nyaka. Yeah, I'm just gonna okay. say Nyaka. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call you a Nuka, so I'm gonna call you. You know Nyaka. what? Okay, there we go. It's okay. <laughs> There's some things I think I'm gonna have to wait to say offline to you, but um, <laughs> I think uh, I'll say this: beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she's married. She has a dog. She's building a home. I know you lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this: the way Ashley ran that back. Was messy. However, she set them up to be. I feel like, and, and what we're not, she set them up to be. But what I'm not, what I'm not going to do is pretend like when she said a doctor of, and she wanted oh, to know what kind of doctor Wendy was. Let's be clear: the DC Nigerian community, from what from what I understand, that mm. I've spoken to Nigerians, it's very tight. And I must say that she knew exactly. Oh, you think? Who okay, Wendy okay. Was because I'm sure I would bet money. I would bet a hundred dollars out of a hundred. Let's just say that they have people in common. So they may not have been friends, but they have people in the community definitely in common. And so I'm going to say that she knew Dr. Wendy was a doctor of what she's a doctor of and not a medicine doctor. And you didn't, you don't have to be Nigerian in the community to know (laughs) that. See, I, I did. You know what? After the episode, I did see people saying, that uh that was shade. I so did not take it as shade, and I feel like I'm now I'm missing something. A doctor of I, medicine. I feel like the do. way like Ashley, like you know, Ashley was making that message and was, but I feel like Neca was like genuinely because I, you know, like people say she's a doctor, and then like if you go to somebody, because I feel like one, you know, we've seen it on Merit to Medicine some. 
how okay. people like will try to play heavenly because she's yes. a medical doctor. That's okay, true. she's a dentist. Like, stop it. Like, yeah, that's more than most people. Like, we're not gonna do that. You know, people try to like downplay it. And so I feel like if you don't specify, then people will automatically think you're a medical doctor. And so okay. then when you talk to somebody, you like, oh, but I thought she'd like you doing okay, you're a doctor of philosophy. But you're saying like you feel like they got acquaintances, so she should have already known. So asking and the way that she sipped was, that drink after philosophy. <laughs> See, I'm gonna tell you what it was. But I, I feel could like be Ashley, wrong. I feel like Ashley was being super messy because I no. feel like she was like when she, she said, uh, oh, "Okay, a doctor," and she explained the difference to her. I feel like Ashley took it as shade, and then you saw that producer. They was like, "That is not how that lady said." <laughs> yeah, that, yes, yeah, that's that's very true, and and. To me, this is where I say, as viewers, we have to be real because I've seen people say Ashley was just doing her job. At what point, we shouldn't be watching anybody do a job. We're supposed to be watching reality and things play out for real, right? Even though Mm -hmm. we know things are produced. Right. For me, and I don't like it, honestly, when the non-Black franchises, when you can see them per working to pit two people up against each other. See, that's the difference. That's like what I said about Miami, how we feel like everybody's just messy in general. Yes. They don't have to try. (laughs) Yes. It's one thing if they were having the conversation and somebody brought up that article that's over two years old, because I remember when that came out and somebody brought it up and the NECA commented on it. And Ashley was like, girl, why she comment on that article though? That's being messy. That's different then you purposely bringing up something that to me, you don't know culturally how that could really affect either one of them. You don't know culturally the backlash that Naneka could get or that Wendy could get or the trauma that it could bring up for both of them. Because it's from what I've been reading and seeing from, and and from other Nigerian people, Ed, that was a big deal. So Mm. for Ashley to do that, it's like, and, and, people are upset that Naneka even entertained the conversation. So apparently it's very much like, so I, I, it's one thing to be messy. Like you said with Miami and you put it perfectly, everybody's just messy, but we're literally watching you strategic to me. I could have even been like, okay, if they weren't, if they were all together at us at the soccer field and she walks by or they're all together at the barbecue and everybody's mingling. And she was like, girl, let me tell you about this conversation. You pulled her away from the group. And here's the way I'm thinking. Wendy is not talking to Robin, really Giselle or Mia. Mm-hmm. You have Karen. Who's always going to be neutral, no matter what, mm-hmm. which sometimes I wish she would just pick a side. It right? annoys, it, annoy, it annoys me. It annoys more than me. Nothing else. Oh my God. And then you have Ashley. So you have Ashley pulling Wendy aside to say that woman out there brought up a horrific thing about you um, and basically your background, right? Mm -hmm. If that were you and I pulled you aside and said, so-and-so brought this up, when we go back out there, you are not going to be able to sit in that person's face and laugh and kiki. You're going to want to address it. So here's where Ashley pulls Wendy aside. You think Wendy's going to go back out and address it and nobody's going to be there to defend Wendy because half Mm. of them don't like her. So now you get to look like the good guy. Guys, guys, no, wait, no, no, no. I just felt like we should all 
clear the air. And now you get to look like the good guy. Every my me, I'm going to call that girl Maya. Mia, <laughs> Giselle, and Robin do are not going to defend Wendy no matter what happens. Karen is going to sit hush mouth and just poise her lips a certain way. So now Wendy's going to be out there on her own and is going to make it look like Wendy is the mess starter. When right. Ashley the whole time. So that's what I don't like. Watching this girl pit these two women up against each other. I, oh, mm. I wanted to snatch them ringlets when I, and then, oh, it must <laughs> not be, them ringlets. Must be the tequila. Girl, worry about your child pulling your other child up on the counter and you not paying attention. Worry Ooh. about that. And I'm pretty sure she was just drinking Corona, but let me yeah, know. she uh huh. Yeah. So <laughs> I, that, tequila, and that's what made me kind of. I was like, I I don't feel like watching a season of this again. If they don't like Wendy, if Wendy don't like Robin, if this, let it just be authentic. This right here is what I don't like seeing because you're gonna put yeah. them in the room. They they all. And and then also, I do love I, that. Uh, even though they don't like each other, like when Robin, uh, it I, I've all actually I've kind of forgotten what why Giselle and Wendy don't like each other. Because I Wendy read her the filth after she found out that Giselle, well, Giselle kept bringing up that, bringing up her body saying, are you sure you didn't get your body done because you're insecure oh, because of the rumors? Dang, and then they haven't she, liked each other since then. And then she did it twice. And then she sent Ashley. So when Ashley came down with her breast milk to oh, deliver in the kitchen. And then Wendy was like, F these mother effing cameras and read her. Now all of a sudden you were talking about my family. And see, that's what mm. I didn't like because if you were, if I'm bringing up your cheating rumors, you have you know I have kids that can see it. So you're talking about my family too. What I wished is that they could have just moved forward. They, they you don't have to be friends. But this whole not speaking thing, I don't like that in a cast. Yeah. But I guess if it's real life though, then I guess I can't complain about it either. If I'm saying I want real, yeah. Moments. But I do. That's why I was. That was my point. I like that uh, when Robin walked up you know she don't fool with karen she don't fool with wendy she, but she spoke to everyone you know she I, said like and then she didn't do like a blanket hello everyone she said everyone hi wendy hi karen hi. Yeah, she spoke yeah. to everybody so i always you know because i like that point, in a cast member at what point now i'm gonna tell you at bravo con somebody got up and asked wendy oh no the moderator rachel Lindsay asked mm -hmm. wendy where is you and giselle's at now and before wendy could respond Giselle was like, nothing. We're nothing. Oh. We're nothing. And Wendy was like, I mean, and, and it just, it was so like, this is what I don't want. Whether there's a real dislike there or not, what I wish is that a conversation would be had where there's accountability on both sides. Yeah. Giselle, look, I, I know I kept talking about the rumor. Yes, you have kids. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have tried to bring up. Wendy say, well, yes, I said something about you bringing your ex around your daughters, blah, blah, blah. And then that be, they don't ever have to be friends, but it just seems like right now it's, it, I don't like when it looks like half the cast doesn't like a person. You They're know? very disjointed and potential. Yes. I feel like one, I feel like Candace hasn't been there. She like hasn't. We only see her like in single scenes and I'm wondering when that's going to like change. I mean, I, I'm assuming it has to change because they wouldn't yeah. have kept her like as a main cast member if right. it didn't change at some point. But I'm wondering when that changes because I'm like, one, I'm like, that's weird like why that happened. And then two, I feel like we really, like I think the first episode, we didn't get like any Wendy because No. I'm about to say, I don't think we got we? any Wendy because like she doesn't really I think what her only friends in her group are what? 
Candace and Karen. Karen. That's who we got. And that's what I'm sorry. I don't care. But I feel like that's what the plan is. Because remember mm. uh, the season of the fight and can Karen low-key trying to like, I mean, not, it was the season after. It was not last season, but the season before last. Mm-hmm. Karen was low-key trying to threaten Candace. Like, I'm worried for you because if no one wants to be around you, i.e. if no one wants to film with you, you won't have a job. Because Andy has said that himself. He couldn't bring Phaedra back because if no one wants to film with her, you know what I mean? So right. I feel like that's what's happening with Wendy. The more people that don't film with her, what is her need to be on the show? I really, and I, I know that people could think, oh, no, I really, truly think that. That's why we haven't seen, even though it's only was two episodes, but I don't know. I just, I, I just don't like, they need to rectify. I get it because like they need to rectify something. I say the exact same thing that I don't like when it feels like the cast isn't friends. Like yes. I feel like I like it to be, you know, like it, the show works best when it's like a genuine like group of people that like hang out and stuff. And so I feel like that's one of the reasons why like I don't I, I barely have Potomac discourse anywhere because like, it, I post my memes like I'll talk about it on a podcast with like people I trust but, like I really ought to when I do my solo episodes but like Potomac isn't fun to talk about because now like the audience is divided too the, you know some are like no I like my OG girls these are the girls I like I don't like nobody else then some are like no Wendy and Karen uh Candace will read you down those are my girls right there then some are like uh I like that Mia don't you know but uh, <laughs> you know they say they they like they got their people so it, I don't drink alcohol just wine right <laughs> it just it gets so like I don't know, so muddled to the fact that like the discourse online becomes so almost tiresome because it's always so like I like to get on my favorite shows to talk about are the ones we can literally just like search and like you're doing nothing but laughing like on Twitter or X or whatever shell is called now. And you just laughing at it because it's hilarious. It's it's hard to do that with Potomac and it's hard to do that with Jersey too. I would just get right. I was getting ready to say it's the same. And it's it's like, I can recognize being, I can recognize feeling a way about the heavy topics, like whether it's uh, colorism or whether it's the room Mm -hmm. or this, or I can recognize having healthy discourse around it. Yeah. Healthy discourse or recognizing, you know what? I'm triggered by that. Why? But I can also recognize the fact that, Karen pull, bringing them all together for Pilates and talking about that calcium and Giselle was funny. In <laughs> so to me, it's like, I can recognize both and either. Cause I even said to, I had said last week, I'm not, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. If it's going to be all of yeah. this, I can recognize, let me just watch, talk about the things I've seen, talk about the things that annoy me, mm-hmm. talk about the things that were funny and truly try to be, just a, an unbiased viewer or yeah. I appreciate the people that are biased and say it, you know what, if you are more yeah. partial to so-and-so then, then that's your POV. That's where it's coming from. But yeah, you're right. It's just like, it is so heavy. Even Dr. Heavenly, who's one of the more controversial characters, the discourse about her isn't even like that. And to me, that's somebody right. I feel like it could Heavenly. be. 
Heavenly, like genuinely, has always gotten on my damn nerves. But one thing I've never said about Heavenly is that she doesn't crack me the hell up every single season. Like I would never call for Heavenly to be fired or nothing like that. They like Married to Medicine always gets it. Let's talk about them actually. Yes, yes. They always get it right. How are you feeling about this season? Have you been loving it? Okay, I like but it. Heavenly's Phaedra. wig fell off, chap. <laughs> Somebody sent me that meme, and I said that's how the week has been. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Heavenly, uh, this show will know him. Phaedra, I was nervous about how she was going to fit in on the show, whether it's going to be organic or not. Phaedra fits right in. And I'm surprised. Like, this works really well for me. Yes. Yes. I'm I really was shocked surprised. too. I was, when I tell you her scene, her, like, she's funny. Yes. And they all, she ain't lost a step. <laughs> It reminds me of a different type of version of Atlanta. Yes. They're funny. They're quick. They're this, they're that. They're very much like, yeah. And I'm glad the ratings are still like amazing to like, we ain't got to yeah. worry about them like going nowhere because they are literally our tried and true. Still, in my opinion, the best show on Bravo. Just like they've just always been tried and true. You can always count on Merit to Medicine to make you laugh. Yes. And y'all know I want my Mariah back, but I'm Me not too. gonna get it. So Me too. it just and is what it is. But you can uh, always count on them to make you laugh. And Martin Luther Quad, child, because if she should, if she ain't gonna do nothing now, she's gonna bring us a speech. Okay. In a, in a voice I don't recognize. I'm like, who is that talking? Like, Listen, oh. now, <laughs> let me ask you this because okay. remember when Mariah said you're no longer married to medicine, my love, and all that stuff. And people mm -hmm. have said, You better go find you a chiropractor. I practice. <laughs> <laughs> my girl, my and girl. Quad, uh, people have said that Quad doesn't belong on the show because she's not, um, just because she's not married. Look at the housewives, but the housewives and married to medicine are very different shows. Yeah. We, very different even on their other iterations mm -hmm. of their shows they were still very different i've never given into that philosophy like that's that's never been my thought pattern okay. one because she y'all if you've been watching from the beginning at least you know that she was married to a doctor like just because that like status has changed mm -hmm. that's never been a grounds for firing now do quad get on my absolute nerves yes but like if you go like get rid of quad that shouldn't be the reason like that's never been a reason on any other show like that that's dumb to me so like no i would that shouldn't exclude nothing like she shouldn't be on okay there. just like it was don't don't get me wrong it was a great read by mariah because it was yes. funny. like it was one of the best you know like lines of uh the show mm -hmm. like no that that shouldn't be a reason to to fire someone now if you want to get rid of quad, let me tell you why that should i was getting ready that was gonna be my next thing because uh -huh. there are things you not this it's not an authentic pairing to me with the group. If we talking about we ain't she seen doesn't like to film with them, and right. that's my problem. And she that's... gets to be the one that comes on every season and still keep ninety percent of her life private. Yep, and that's the problem for me. Like it has yep. nothing to do with like whether she's married to a doctor and all that. No, she she's been on the show all this time. She was married to Greg. We know that that that's stupid. No, like that, mm -hmm. but. Her being on the show and then like constantly ask her, who are you dating right now? Oh, I'm not going to tell. Well, what's going on with this? Oh, you know, the, the, the DUIs are complete. Like all this stuff is like, I don't like that. Me neither. And, you know, I, I saw somebody comment to Toya like um, today, actually. I just seen it today. It could have been sooner, but like, oh, Quad mm -hmm. lives in your brain. And people talking about Toya bringing up the DUI. But didn't they talk about Toya saying that Toya had a DUI and her kids were in the car some seasons ago? It was mm -hmm. Quad and somebody else. So, or, yes. so 
It was like and Quad spent the entire last season talking about Toy, yeah, accusing yeah. her of being a criminal and uh setting that lady up to get robbed. Who Anila setting Anila up to yeah. get robbed and all this kind of stuff that uh she was cheating with somebody in the neighborhood on Dr. Eugene and all this stuff. So, like my thing is if Toy wants to talk about Quad, I think she's earned it right. <laughs> I think and so to me, even when Toya was going through her IRS stuff. And she opened up the quad and quad brought over that basket. That basket was shady. It was funny. Yeah. It was funny. Ramen noodles and all, yes, that. And all yes. of that. But, and Toya accepted that kind of humbly. Like she kind of ate that. Like she had. Yeah. Like, so. That would get into her, that whole scene. And she, she showed up to everything regardless of like what she was going regardless, through. Mariah regardless. Mariah told, you remember that was when Mariah, uh, her foot was broken. And so she yes. had to go around on that scooter. And Toya was riding that scooter when they were on vacation. And Mariah said, maybe she tried to get to the IRS office faster. Scoot, scoot, scoot away, Toya. So that, you know, <laughs> that's just how it is. I always, you know, I, I've told you this before, but I always felt like Toya was kind of like one of the crown jewels of marriage. Like that was I like, I feel like the center because one, we she's a different perspective from a lot of them, but then too, I feel like she's always willing to put everything out there. Like she gives her blood, sweat, and tears to the yes. show, which a lot of people don't do. And I love that. Toya. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Me and Corey interviewed her and Dr. Eugene, and yes. what we see on TV is what we got. Yes, I there's just something about Toya that I I just love, like you said, because she gives it. She's one of my dreams for the podcast too. I think next year I'm gonna try to pursue her and get her on. I think she would definitely do it. She's very, and she's so just like, I think who you see is who you, is who you get with Toya. And that's mm -hmm. what I like. Yeah. I, I, I like, I really like that. I just, Same. but with quad, it's like, you're not friends with these women. And I know At that all. you could be a show and do, do a show and not be friends. I can even see. It's one thing when all the cast doesn't like this one, but when you got two or three that are real tight and they ain't really necessarily fooling with the other two or three, but there is a bridge Right. Both, that's something different but like quad coming in and out of scenes and i don't know how i feel about quad showing up to that lady's bachelorette party of course Phaedra. always <laughs> always but we go check Spe speaking of that though uh last thing before we get out of here because me and taria have a, a hard out today uh how do you feel about sweet tea because there's been a lot of like back and forth online and specifically how do you feel about the way her and dr eugene met that's what I want to know from you. <laughs> I feel like she's a um a sour pouch kid. She could be sour and she could be sweet. Mm. I feel like she's both. Um she a part of me thinks she's not as naive as people would like to think she is. Yeah. Um clearly she slid in them DMs. Mm -hmm. I can give you what you want. And we know that the, uh, there, a point of contention between Dr. Gregory and quad was a baby. Mm -hmm. It's something to be said when you are having fertility issues mm -hmm. and you say to a man, I can give you what you want. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. Um, so, and she said it was, a he said it was a dress that made him fall in love with her. So I, or say, I love you or something. I think that she saw something she wanted from the, the kimono outside. dress. <laughs> Listen, I think that she saw from the outside a life that looked good, what she wanted. Mm. A man that was handsome and said, I'm going to get that right there. And I think 
she was going to get in MDMs and do everything in her power to get that. She flew out to Atlanta. She did what she needed to do, mm-hmm. secured that man. And I don't think she did that being naive. I'll say that. I like, you know what? Right I like now, her. Yeah. Right now, I really like uh, Sweet Tea. I- I'll never call her a real name because once you tell me your name, Sweet Tea, I'm- that's, that's all it. I'm going to call you. So I really like Sweet Tea. I think that, you know, we always uh telling people how to go about, you know, get your man, get your Stay man, it. get your man. Stay it. She went and got her. So I I can't fault her for that. It might have been through the DMs, but she got him regardless. And now she in the house. So I'm getting married, about to walk down the aisle. I think next, I do one thing I think they're right about though. I think next season she go look entirely different. And she go probably now be the person that she think you always say basketball wise. I feel like they kind of yeah. like revolutionized like the reality tv look and so yes. i feel like everybody wants to look like a basketball wife i feel like she'll look like a basketball wife next season she gonna come back all this kind of stuff and then you know i almost feel like they go probably once that happens they'll treat her better than they treat her right now because i feel like yes. right now they don't respect mm, her they don't respect her they don't respect her at all they don't respect her and the funny thing is she does clap back sometimes, but yeah. they still kind of like sun her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I got to talk to her for about 20 minutes and oh. um, she was very much like, I just hope the people like me and I just hope. And I said, well, as long I said, the people will either love. I said, the people will love you. Mm-hmm. She said, And I said, or they won't. right as long as it's because you were authentic i said because we'll be able to tell right but she was very much like oh i hope they you know i and i i got the feeling that it was almost like a saying that like you want somebody to say no sweetie we're gonna love you like one of those Mm -hmm. types not and not she wasn't being malicious but i felt like she was looking for something but she was very pleasant, very, 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 very pleasant. She was. Yeah. Pleasant. And um, she's cute. Oh, I did ask her. I said, now, look. Are you into your cousins? Because she was like, no, people just saying we looked alike. So we just ran with it. Lord. She already got so a y'all, twin. So y'all lying. OK. Right. So but yeah. And lemonade, I guess. I don't know. You know but- <laughs> Taria, tell them where they can find you, support you, listen to your thoughts, your feelings, rate your five stars. Tell them everything. Well, first of all, Kendrick, thank you so much for having me. I do not take it for granted when someone asks me to come on their platform. It is an honor. You can find me on Instagram at W-E-I-G-O podcast. At Twitter, I refuse to call it the, other, the same <laughs> name. Right. On YouTube, W-E-I-G-O podcast. And what else is going on podcast, wherever you find all of your other podcasts, Spotify, Apple, wherever you um, find the podcast, that's where you'll find me. There we go. Thank you for coming as always. It's been a great chat. I love talking with you whenever I can. Tell Corey, hey, tell, get a kid. It's a big hug for me. You about to have a house full for the holidays. I love it. <laughs> Y'all, I've been Kendrick. That's been Taria. And we'll see you. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? 
Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.